This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. Yesterday was another dark day of the purposed humiliation of the U.S. military by the woke military establishment and the Biden administration, who are intentionally leaving a power vacuum in Afghanistan. The President of the United States feebly stepped to the podium and stated in a monotone voice, It's been a tough day. And millions of Americans and allies of the United States most likely stopped dead in their tracks and thought to themselves, A tough day? Really? So you are saying that doing nothing to speed the withdrawal of American citizens over the past three weeks, abandoning Bagram Air Force Base months ago in the middle of the night without warning the Afghan military, not ensuring that the finest fighting force in the world would prevent the Taliban from taking over Kabul before you ingloriously left with America's tail between its legs, literally bodies dropping from the sky. Giving constant contradictory messages to Americans trying to escape Afghanistan, you know, emails that said, no, don't go to the gate. No, do go to the gate. Stay in place and let us know your location. Then again, no, go to the gate. I mean, you would think that as many times as the contradictory directions changed to Americans vacillating wildly over the past two weeks, that it was the CDC and Dr. Fauci in charge of the directions to leave. I mean, that's how contradictory this is. Then having thousands of people desperately trying to get in the ever-tightening gates at Kabul airport. And after handing the names and information on the Americans still in Afghanistan to the Taliban. You know, the Taliban that gave Osama bin Laden safe haven to launch the greatest attack on the United States of America. You are going to say that we are trusting and working with the Taliban forces to ensure that this works? I mean, you created the perfect recipe for a mass casualty terror attack, and you are going to say, it's been a tough day. This was your doing, Mr. President. You caused this. You purposed this. And now you are going to act as if this was somehow unavoidable. Both you and your woke military-industrial complex This is no blunder. This is what you created. This is what the military complex of the United States, who, by the way, call themselves global citizens, the woke military commanders that just three weeks ago were spending their time infusing critical race theory in the 1619 Project along with ideas that capitalism equals systemic white oppression. Yes, that woke military that actually came from the ultra-woke, the Russell Moore of the armed forces, Mark Esper. He created the architecture for this, fully guided by the Council on Foreign Relations, the World Economic Forum, and all of the defense contractors licking their chops preparing for contracts to the entire global nation. Yes, that woke military that had Secretary of Defense Austin this week state that our greatest national threat was white supremacy. Completely delusional. Yes, that woke military. 
a woke military and a woke presidency with a woke Congress that would easily sell out American servicemen's lives to push their big reset of Afghanistan. The woke military and woke presidency that just a few days ago on Vice put up an article discussing the crisis of having far-right Trump extremists in the Marines that have to be gutted out of the military, calling anyone who supports Trump a neo-Nazi. When, of course, ultra-progressive Vice is displaying what Dr. James Lindsay refers to as the iron law of woke projection. That's what the progressives and the woke military are doing. They're using the iron law of woke projection in stating, while many vets are being outed as right extremists, our branch keeps popping up when it comes to neo-Nazis in the United States Marine Corps. And why do I say that this is woke projection from the progressives that are in the media and from the woke military? Because they are the neo-Nazis. They are the totalitarian fascist Nazis who have decided to put up their full energy into building the global supranational armed forces, completely ideological. To them, they couldn't care less about the protecting of the lives of the men and women of the United States armed forces regardless of what President Biden just said today on TV, that he was going to hunt you down. You can bet that's just like O.J. Simpson looking for his killer about 20-some-odd years ago. That's how effective they're going to be at that. They couldn't care less about protecting the lives of our military people. You see, they're just ants to them. They're chess pieces, they're numbers. And I want those of you that are currently serving in the U.S. Armed Forces to think for just a second. I want those of you that are in the reserves of our armed forces to think about this. For those of you that are in the National Guard, I want those of you who are veterans of the United States military to think about this. The President of the United States and the military leaders currently in place couldn't care less about preserving the United States. They believe that the United States is diminishing. And because of that, they're going to help it diminish. They also couldn't care less about the 13 lives that were expended today, not to mention the other hundred-some-odd that as well were either killed or maimed. They're more concerned about masking up and mandatory vaccines instead of actually protecting their own and ensuring victory. That's where their focus has been. That is where their energy has been over the past two weeks. Not, you know, how do we ensure that we keep the Taliban in the perimeter and continue unfettered air operations for the sake and safety of the U.S. citizens in Afghanistan and our troops? Oh, no, the U.S. citizens, they actually come last, you see. It's the refugees that go first. And instead of the emphasis being on that, about how we can actually secure the air bases, how we can make sure that we keep the Taliban back, how we can secure the perimeters. No, of course, none of that. None of that. Instead, the emphasis over the past week and the primary emphasis that has been given to our troops 
the main orders that they needed to get in their heads is take the unproven, ineffective vaccine that we are mandating now across all troops or else. That has been the primary concern of the Pentagon over the past week. Forcing every man and woman in the military to be vaccinated was the main operational objective for the armed forces and for President Biden over the past week. I'm sorry, I'm getting worked up over this, folks. I hope you'll forgive me this morning. Vaccination has been the main emphasis. Really nothing else. That's all you heard, actually. Success and victory in Afghanistan? (laughs) You see, you have a free nation that needs to be flipped into an autocratic neo-Marxist oligarchical globalist state to worry about. That's the main concern. Afghanistan? (laughs) Just throw the keys to the Taliban and don't worry about the casualties. Because the military-industrial complex didn't get their way there. But if we can get a half a million or so Afghan refugees in the United States, that should help us to break up the evil patriarchal capitalistic constitutional patriarchy. Because, once again, the whole point of all of this is to put the United States into a global international struggle session. Let me remind you again what a communist Chinese Maoist struggle session is. Back during the Cultural Revolution, struggle sessions were a form of public humiliation and torture used by the Communist Party of China at various times in the Mao era, particularly during the years immediately before and after the establishment of the People's Republic of China, and during the Cultural Revolution. My mother-in-law saw these things. The aim of this struggle session was to kind of shape public opinion as well as to humiliate, persecute, and even, if necessary, execute political rivals and those that were deemed class enemies. In general, the victim of a struggle session was forced to admit various crimes before a crowd of people who would then verbally, physically abuse the victim until they confessed. And instead of the village, many times struggle sessions were often held at the workplace of the accused, but they were sometimes conducted in sports stadiums where large crowds would gather if the target was well known. You see, The Chinese communists wanted complete humiliation of whatever their target was. And when I use the term struggle session or humiliation session, I'm referring to old Marxist communist class struggle. The session is held to benefit the target, of course, by eliminating all traces of counter-revolutionary or reactionary thinking because you need to understand we're all in this together. The United States needs to be cleansed of its counter-revolutionary thinking. You need to be cleared of your counter-revolutionary thinking. You need to be down with the new global revolution. You need to understand that the United States isn't so great. As a matter of fact, we are the system, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we are the system that is the one that needs to be changed. We're the one that needs to be reformed, not Afghanistan. That old, systemically racist, capitalistic system needs to be done away with. I mean, you know, you've probably heard Ed Stetzer or Al Mohler saying this as well. You see, just like General Milley and President Biden, 
you need to be a global citizen. And our armed forces need to be global armed forces. Here to ensure that interconnected, sustainable, ruled by algorithm, Internet of Things, New World Order takes over from your old constitutional tribal way of thinking. You see, you need a fully open society, not a closed society. You need someone to tell you where you can and can't go. You need someone to tell you what you can and can't eat. You need someone to tell you what you can and can't read and watch. You need someone to tell you what you can and can't think. You need someone to tell you how you can worship. You need someone to make all of your medical decisions for you. You need someone to tell you what you can and can't buy. What you can and can't keep. And you need that someone to reshape our nation and our military to make a global, equitable force for diversity. But first, it must be disrupted and dismantled. As a matter of fact, that old American flag, you know, the one hanging outside of your door, you know, the one that's hanging above one of your largest four dealerships, maybe. You know, the one that we all bring out before the baseball games and the football games and so well, what that we used to, I should say. Well, that needs to go. It's racist. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you knew this, but it causes people trauma, especially people that we're bringing over from Afghanistan. Well, that's first, of course, the flag needs to go for sure. And then you know what else? That national anthem that we've been singing. It has to go as well. It stands for the capitalistic colonizing patriarchal system that gave us that racist constitution. So we'd better start playing the black national anthem at football games. And so when America wants to come together this Saturday or Sunday to gather itself from the horror and loss of life that we just experienced and our troops experienced in Afghanistan, where we can come together as a nation... Well, you know, remember that this sort of thing would normally happen around our national sports. I mean, you remember right before we went into Iraq, Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. You remember just after 9-11 at the World Series and Bush coming out and throwing that pitch where we all came together. Well, instead of that, this time, what you need to do is make sure that you remind everyone in the nation that this is a systemically racist nation that must be deconstructed. That's what you do. And all the corporations need to make sure that they're reminding you of that as well. As a matter of fact, they would even say that we deserved what happened this week with the bombings in Afghanistan, even the loss of life. Because America must be humiliated, degraded. Remember that Biden stated that the U.S. military is the backbone of the United States in his comments today? Well, Biden is fracturing that backbone. And it is our own president and woke military who are leading the way. They don't even care if they extract our own citizens from Afghanistan. Guys, think about it for a second. Even the French are doing whatever is necessary to get their people out. The French. Why is this happening? 
because you are now seeing critical theory applied to foreign policy, to military policy. That is the basis for this administration and for this military. The thing is, most of you that have been listening to me, especially those who have been listening for the past four years, you know that this is the case. That is their ideology. That is their religion. This is their basis for everything. This is what critical race theory does. It turns everything to hell. And if you think this is as bad as it gets, honestly, you haven't seen anything yet. Because that intelligence infrastructure, that massive and complex military, those generals and that administration that just bungled all of this in Afghanistan, when that is turned on the conservatives in America, you're going to get a chance to see how proficient they can be. The administration, the military, is going to be merciless. And they will have the corporate organizations that make your favorite cars, your favorite smartphones, and even your favorite lending institutions. Oh, they're going to join in. They're planning on that. Something I'm hoping, though, here, just as I was speaking to some of our active service members earlier in the program, and please pass this around to them. Folks, it depends on you, too. And I know you need to take orders. You need to follow orders. But I'm hoping that it's within the servicemen and women in the Army, in the Navy, in the Air Force, in the Marines, the sergeants, the lieutenants, the corporals. They're going to start saying no. We won't do that. And I think many of you can start to see that this is happening now. Our current woke military leadership is not a fighting force for national defense. Our current woke military leadership is a transitionary force meant for national deconstruction. And they will first let the world and our partners know that you can't count on the United States anymore. You know what that's going to do to our economy and to our dollar? And even to our own military, you can't count on your military to leave no man behind. I think what you're going to start to see is the men and women of the armed forces are going to start to say, no, we are going to keep that code. But I mean, to the woke generals, what even is a man anymore? Who's to say what's a man? To them, the United States is an oppressive, invading, patriarchal, racist nation. So I would imagine that after the last few messages, some of you may be starting to see it now. The old United States of America, the constitutional sovereign nation, is being done away with. The new intersectional states of America, the communist fascist nation state of the global nation, is now the goal of our leaders. But over the last four years, my message has not changed. But we can make a change. And you can work with urgency now. You must speak up now everywhere and anywhere and at any time. You must resist the tyranny wherever it is. 
You must speak up and speak clearly in social media by becoming a conservative activist. Christians, let me be very clear with you. You must biblically confront those that are promoting a woke, vengeance-centered non-gospel by sharing the actual true gospel. And we must insist that this entire administration and the Democrats across the nation be impeached or resign. This must happen now. You must stand on truth. And you cannot live by lies. We must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and I will see you Monday on public occurrences both foreign and domestic. Thank you.